Visit us online at www.thehype873.com. And that is right. Like I told you guys just a few minutes ago, it is your girl Tampa Mystic. And we do have a special guest checking in tonight right here on the Hype 87.3 and ATL. He goes by the name of Slug One. What's going on with your family? Yo, 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 it's Slug One. What it do? Man, it is a pleasure to have you on here. You a superstar. You doing all right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. Man, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I I appreciate you taking some time with us tonight. I know you a busy young man. You out here on your grind. You getting to it. But go ahead and introduce yourself. Give us that official introduction. Well, I go by the name of Slug One. Most probably know me football terms, Juwan Johnson, uh, uh, that's pretty much me. Like you know, music and it used to be always ball, but always I put music to the side for the longest. But music was my first love, so yeah. You know, now the time came where I'm like I'm putting the ball, and I want to do my passion, passion. So most why, you know, definitely. Absolutely. Well, listen, we're going to talk about all that because people need to know your journey, right? It is important Uh to understand that, you know, everything you went through as Jawan Johnson and as Slug One to get to where you're at. So um, take us back. Where were you born and raised at? So originally I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. Um, And I I grew up there. I I had a real childhood. So, man, my mom went from I was going to take you from the city and move you to the country. We moved to Texas pop, from population like probably 60K to 3,000. We're like, you know, she really tried to get me away from trouble because I was really going down a real bad road. And um, so I moved to Texas. And that's where, like, for me, um, the things that I did wasn't really accepted. Like, I'll be with guys. I'm trying to steal or something. They'd look at me, like, embarrassed in a way. Mm. So I went from there, like, okay, I realized, like, oh, this ain't really – this ain't their lifestyle. Here they like sports. Yeah. You know, I'm in Texas now. So they, like, they want to play football. So then I've never played any organized sports before that. I was always trying to be like, you know, run with the crew, doing whatever. And then uh, I got third and I started, I was just naturally gifted at, I was fast and strong. And, and man, I, I got into football and it just became an immediate, like, you know, tr- trouble reliever. Like I just stayed out of trouble because I was too busy, you know, playing sports. And I got really good at it really fast. Uh, my sophomore year was my first year of football. And, uh, man, it was just like, you know, the, the rest of it. Football has taken me around the world to see things that, you know, I never thought I would see. Uh, like I said, I'm from the projects originally. Yeah. So me moving to Texas was, the, you know, the best thing that could ever ha- happen to me, you know. so. Man, that is such a blessing. That is a blessing. And uh, I'm a big advocate for, you know, kids and, you know, young adults getting involved in sports or something, you know, constructive. Because, like you said, it, it helps keep you out of trouble teaches you discipline, how to be a team player, punctuality. Like there's so many things I had my, I started my son playing sports from elementary and he played all the way up until he graduated and he did so good. And I was like, man, thank God I kept him in something. So that's important. How old were you when you started playing football and, you know, not even necessarily professionally, but just, you know, messing around and saying, Hey, this is something I want to test out about. How old were you? See, I was, that was my freshman year. Like, before that, I never touched a book. Like, oh, okay. I, I, I hated sports. Mm. For me, it was like anything. I, I, I didn't want to take commands from my, no one. It was like, you know, I just wanted to be me. When I got to Texas, and they, I, I got under that, like you said, discipline and organization, it was just like, all right, let me get used to it. I had to get used to it. It took a while. And there was times where I even quit, and I had, like, certain, like, home, like friends that were like, man, come on, bro, you good, you got it. And I stuck with it. But my first true year was my sophomore year. So I was probably about, uh, I think, 15. And then, uh, man, that's why I say, like, for me, that was the, the blessing in my situation because a lot of the guys that I was with, they was playing football all their life. Yeah. And none of most of them didn't even make it even to college. So for me, like, 
you know, I um, played ball and, and it got me some scholarships. And then I took, you know, I just ran with that. And I didn't know even know much. I mean, I was just athletic and, and just blessed in a way where I just, you know, was able to just uh, run around and hit people for real. Being honest. <laughs> Takes that helps take out some frustrations too, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was all, it was all, together and it's like in a way where it's like oh, this person you know I, I can hurt somebody and not get in trouble or whatever so like it was it just came like like easy it just came easy to me really. man yeah. that is dope now take us through the path of football after you graduated high school okay so um I ended up getting an offer like um to uh, NIU it's a uh, North Illinois University I went back to Illinois my mom hated it she did not want me going back close to home um, but I, it was like for me the best situation because like speaking with the coaches and everything and I just felt like it was the best situation. But I go there, I bought out, um, and I ended up coming back to Texas because my mom didn't get to watch none of my games. Like yeah. I said, we, we was on the poor side, so we didn't, like for me it was like she could only catch a game if it was close enough. So she didn't come to none of my games. So I had made a transfer back. I bought out, I made a transfer back to Texas, to TCU, Texas Christian University. Um, and um and that's not even Christian at all. They say Christian, but that's not Christian at all. But um, I go there, and um, they get to come watch me play some games. And um, I bought out there, and then that's when I went undrafted to Seattle. And, um, man, Seattle was, like, some of the best time of my life. You know, I felt like I was on top of the world. Um, and it was just, like, you know, just ups and downs. There was a lot of valleys, highs, and lows. Because for me, if, I, if I'm doing something, I'm doing it to the maximum extent. Like, I want to be the greatest at whatever I'm doing. Yes. So for me, like, uh, being drafted, you had, like, it's like, you know, run up a hill with glass everywhere. Like, there's so many things you got to jump over, so many hurdles, so much you got to do. So, uh, so like, it was just, like, like I said, it was like a journey. But throughout all that, it just taught me to never quit, you know. It's going to be always, you know, things I need to do and things I don't want to do but I have to do. So, for me, you know, like, my story is just perfect, perfect. It was It's perfect for things that I write because it's like, for me, I can get my mind out. And I got so much stuff to talk about, really. Yeah, most definitely. When you played in Seattle, uh, you were linebacker? Yes, ma'am, I was. I played linebacker. I played safety. Um, I don't know if you know football. Like I said, I played safety predominantly in, in college. And then I moved to linebacker in my later years. And then I went there as a linebacker as well. That is so I went dope. from high school, I was 180 pounds to playing at 240. Wow, you was knocking them down. <laughs> they said, boy, Juwan coming. Let me get out the way. <laughs> that is dope. And that really just shows your dedication because you said you went from not even really liking sports to playing in high school to college to the big leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like that is yeah. impressive. That's so impressive. And that just really speaks a lot about you know, not only your, your perseverance, but your character as a man as well. Like you stuck with it. I love it. Uh-huh. And that's, that's the thing, like with all that, like for me, like, um, uh, it just was like, like I said, it came natural. Like, man, I would always not know as much as everyone in the room, but I was just like, I, I work everybody in a way. So for me, like, I only feel like I was supposed to make it. I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't, I wasn't the smartest. It's just, you know, I just had that willing and like, I'm out work everybody that's around me. So, you know, that's just how it just prospered that way. Yeah, definitely. How long did you play uh, with the Seahawks? I was there for a year, and then I kind of just, I'm bouncing around. Um, like, it was really, like, the league is, like, more like, man, it's business, so. Understood. Um, Understood. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, are you still actively playing football, or are you now more focusing on your music career? I'm 100% focusing on my music now. Like, for me, it's just like, you know, 
I want to want to do what I like what what I what my first mind was. And like I said, I grew up that's like when I was in the project for me, it was just ball of rap. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, but it was just rap. Like I was straight. Like you know, I got a I got a you know, I wanted to rap. But I remember I was probably like seven years old. I said a rap to another kid, and he said it sucked. Man, I I didn't write again for a long time. Like I let that discourage me in a way. So mm. like um. Like my pa- like for me, you no, know, it's like I'm back into my past, you know. Like I really love writing. Like for me, this is how I decided that I wanted to do um, straight music, though. Like being honest, like it was like if I I just came up with a, a equation of like if I had to do anything for free, like if I was just wearing out playing ball music or whatever for free, which what would I choose and what would make what would I lose time doing? And it was just ball. Like, I mean, it was just it was music. Like, yeah, I can write all day and just like in time just don't exist when I'm doing it. So. That's when I knew, like, yeah, man, let me just do my passion. Absolutely. You have to figure out in life what makes you happy, and that's what you have to run with because, as you and I both know, life is short, man. Like, we are never guaranteed another day. You've probably lost some family and friends along the way, and, you know, I have as well. And that, that to me, you know, losing the people close to me really – like put a big perspective on life and how important it is for us to be happy and, and, you know, spread love and positivity. And that's what you're doing. You're doing that. You have a platform and a voice. hundred percent. I'm a, I'm a user to the best of my abilities, you know? Well, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm so excited. If you ever come out here to Atlanta, you definitely got to pull up to the studio so we can do this in person. That would be fire. (laughs) I hundred percent. Well, I hundred percent. Well, Definitely. I've been looking to make my little business spot anyway, so I, I definitely have to come that way. Absolutely, yeah, because, you know, I know Texas is huge for the music scene for sure, but, you know, Atlanta's definitely one of them spots that, you know, artists that are, you know, on the rise definitely got to touch the Atlanta market because there's so much uh, to do out here for artists. Uh-huh. So you got to keep me posted on when you when you decide to make your way out here and we'll, you know, maybe set up for some interviews and stuff like that, you know, do like a little media run or something. That sounds good. We're definitely going to do that. No doubt. No doubt. So let's dive into you on the music side. You know, thank you for sharing your your football career with us, you know, allowing our listeners to get to know you on that side. But let's really jump into the music side. So music has always been a passion for you, and now it's like an extreme passion for you. Um, What is your purpose through music? Let's start by saying this first and foremost. Party, my, my song Party and BS, I really wrote that for other people. Like, I, like for me, it was like, like um, I was in a situation where I was like, I, I love that Diddy Smalls Party and BS. And I'm like, what, like, what can I do with this? Yeah. And that's when I got the idea of like, when a, a woman dominated era. So I was like, I, I know what I can do. And that's when I put the flip of the woman effect on it, where it's like party and be like, it's like, you know, we all deal with like situations where we had a girl where she liked to party or whatever. So yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> used that as a vote. But for me, my music, that was just me just giving a word just a taste of like, you know, I can write for everybody. But for me, my deeper music is more, uh, you know, I want to spread positive messages to like, you know, anybody really that, um, you know, um, you can put out just good classic music because nowadays I feel like music is kind of watered down everybody's talking about the same thing so Man. for me like my lane I want to be in the lane of like a J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar like I want to be more like it's, you're here to stay so yeah, um, yeah that's for me, like that's my mindset like my purpose is just like right just finding find, find the people that, that want to hear art again like just wants to hear art and me just putting it out to her like this is my art this is me writing my story and painting my pictures really Absolutely. I think when you put out music that has like, you know, that real substance to it, people relate to it more because 
a lot of this stuff, like you said, you know, these other artists and it's no shade, but you know, a lot of them are talking about the same stuff, you know, money, women, drugs, sex, you know, and it's like, okay, that's cool. But you get tired of hearing about that, you know, cause it's, we hear it so much in the music. Um, do you feel like the music that you are releasing to the world is something that, uh, you have a little bit of something for everybody? Yeah, and that's that's why I, I dropped Party in the Yes because that was that's hip hop. I feel like hip hop is the you know you know having that swag and, and, and the ladies and all that. So for me, that was that, and I'm still gonna have my where I feel like this is a radio hit. I'm gonna have those, but for me, like if you go actually dig deep into my, you're gonna go dig deep into my music. It's gonna be more like you know awfully thought things and stuff like that, where you know you can kind of vibe back and just listen to words and and, and hear stories and see them. So. Definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have it where I do both where I'm, I'm making it for people to, you know, have good times, good vibes. And then I'm also going to flip it to where you, know, you can sit back and just have a, a you know, deep thoughts and, and, and just live life a little bit. So. Man, that is dope. I love it. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like, you know, in order to be that artist that the world's going to recognize, you want to put music that's going to reach the masses. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. You have a little bit of something for everybody. Now, when it comes to the creative process, the creative side are you a writer or do you get in the studio and freestyle and punch in? How does it, I seen the picture that you seen, you know, you had, you were holding your phone, you're at the mic. So that to me, that uh -huh. says you're a writer. Uh, see, I'm a writer, but like my writing is freestyling really like, like when I sit down, I put on the beat, I freestyle and I kind of write it down and then I just go back and fix what I'm like. If it doesn't sound right, okay, let me change this word here. So I, I pretty much freestyle. I write it. I get it wrote down. Like I put a memo down yeah. where it just kind of, you know, I keep the words and then I write them down and, I kind of go like that. Or sometimes like if I if I have a thought, like an idea, I just write from there, like, um, say a topic, um, anything like tr a word trending or something. I, you know, I think of like, okay, let's think of things as trending. Let me, I try to put this into, you know, a, a creative way of, of, of writing trending or whatever. It could be just like, so it, it goes both ways. But I do freestyle, but I'm not the type where I just want to go in there and just freestyle. I feel like you don't know your words, so it's not as valuable in a way. That is facts. Absolutely. I agree because, you know, you want to, of course, if you're paying for studio time, I don't know that situation. We'll talk about that as well. But it's like an artist that pays for studio time. They got to be prepared. They don't want to go in there and BS around and, and four hours later, they ain't even got one song done, right? <laughs> time is money. So do you have a setup at your crib where you record or do you go to a studio? See, I, I go to a studio, but I just got a setup. So like, nice. Now I'm gonna be at a point where I'm just able. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to just put out music as much as I like. Yes. But I do have a, a guy that I go to, and, and he kind of gets me right. Where I I come in and prepare though. I have my song ready. Like I can honestly just I only got to look at my phone when I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm, I study it like days before. I'm I make sure I go in and I'm comfortable and I'm feeling what I'm doing. So yeah, I I, I make sure. Yeah, like you said, time is money. So for me, I ain't I ain't wasting no money. I need stuff. No oh, facts. Let me ask you this with you having the home setup. Have you recorded at your home setup yet? I mean, I've been, I've got some things that I, I've, I've recorded and I, I'm going to get them sent to my guy. He can mix them master them. I got some things recorded yet. So I got like the little, um, can't remember the name. It's like the odd globe. I got the whole setup and I just, you know, do what I do what I do a little bit. And yeah. I'm just going to send them off. I, that's the thing I'm working on now. It's like my, I'm, I want to mix and match my own art too. Yeah. So, like I'm kind of working on that part as well now. I love it. That way you can really be in complete control of how your music sounds when it comes yeah. out. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Cause who, who better to get your sound the way you want it than you? Yeah. You can hear it. You can just, I want, cause I'll be having ideas that I, I think sometimes I can't get to. Exactly. To people like, 
Right. So it's like I can kind of, if I find a way, I can create that sound that I think is perfect. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's, I think that's like the most important. And I hear like a lot of guys start do it anyway. Like I see J. Cole was doing it where he's like, he's actually mixing his own, and he's like mixing his things himself. So like I was like, I want to do that because like you said, I can, I can kind of find that piece that I want. Right. And I can just, you know, run with it. Right, because oftentimes you can hear it in your head, but it's hard to explain it verbally what you're looking yeah, for. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, you're like, I can hear it in my exactly. can you get in my head and hear what I hear? <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. And then you, they may not even get it. They may not even get what you're like saying. Like, exactly. Right. Absolutely. Do you f- do you think that now that you have your home set up that you will be able to um, be a little bit more creative. Not that you weren't creative in the studio, but now you have like a, you know, kind of that privacy. You don't have anybody sitting there, you know, you know, time is money type thing. Do you feel like you can take your time a little bit more and be a little more creative? A hundred percent. Like that was the whole reason behind the setup. you like, now you don't gotta like, oh, I got three hours. Like, cause I go out normally when I book hours, I do like three hours. And uh, so now it's like, I can, this can be time. It's like, I can go in there and work on a song all day if I want. I, like, love I it. can find the, I keep putting in different tools and keep trying different things until I ma- actually mastered. I ain't got a rush. That was the, the exact reason behind why I said I need to get my own setup because I, like, I don't do the rush and I like to perfect it. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So like, that's, you know, that's, that's what it is. And it, it comes to that point where I think that you have to do that. Like, you know, for many years, you know, like I have a podcast that I do as well, like a video podcast where uh-huh. I interview people. And for many years I was working out of other people's studios, but I finally over the last two years, invested and got my own studio i was like you know what because i feel the same way i don't want to feel like i have to rush out of there because somebody else needs to come in and use it and it'd be a mess when you go you know it's like it's nothing like having your own stuff right Uh and i've had those interactions where like i like i go into like a session and like like i like to i like i like to feel it and sometimes i don't feel like my the guy that's mixing my beat or whatever like they're not like they've probably been there all day i don't know like if I don't feel like they're, they're feeling that beat when I come in there, like it's like like you're messing with my like before I even start. So for me, it's like I feel this beat. Let me let me get out and do what I do. So for me, that's why I was like, yeah, like I would prefer just like I like to keep the energy high, and I'm gonna keep the energy high with it. You know, I ain't got nothing affected it in a way. So yeah, man, that is absolute facts. Because if you like you said, if you walk in on the session and that engineer's already been working for eight hours, his energy is gonna be down the drain. So it's like. Yeah. You're not going to get that good energy. So, yeah, I think that's dope that you're able to record yourself now. For now, send it out for the Mix and Master, but that's something that you can work on as well. That way you can perfect your music, take your time with it, and really make sure it's exactly the way you want it when you put it out to the world. Uh-huh. Exactly. Definitely. So, and it's violent. How long have you been releasing music on the digital platforms? Um, see, I did a... Uh... I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little honest right now. I, I released two songs that I feel like, I feel like to me, like I had people telling it good, but for me, like they just wasn't it to me. Like yeah. I released two songs last year and I'm like, these ain't it to me. Like, so it was just like, forget it. I'm just going to do something different. And I took them off and then I put Party in BS because everybody, when I played that in the studio, everybody was going wild. So it was like, yeah, I'm going to drop this one. I'm just going like, to act like this is my first song. But, you know, most people that know me know my first two songs. It was like really deep and I was like, I ain't really feeling them, but everybody was telling me they feel but I was out there. <laughs> yeah, you have to love it too. That's important. So, you know, going back to when you first started releasing music, those two songs, what would you say that your your approach is 
now, like is differently? Because like you said, you didn't really think that those were the ones. What are you doing now to approach the new releases differently? I tried the the, the freestyle. That's what I said, knowing your words. Like I, with those, those was more of a freestyle where I, I did it. I didn't really know my words. So you didn't hear, I don't feel like I heard the confidence that I heard on, on Party and BS because Party and BS, I knew my words. Like, so it was, it, it was just effortless. But those was like, I I went in and tried to, you know, the, the, the trend of just freestyling, which they, they, they was, they sounded good to a way, but for me, it's just like, it just wasn't confident. Yeah. And it just, to me, I just didn't know my words. I was, you know, going off the brain and, and putting clips together, but I was uh, I, I'd rather just come in prepared and, and, and be able to actually make magic than, you know, just go off my brain and keep going back and forth doing new lines and lines and lines. Definitely, definitely. So are you currently, like in 2024, more in single mode, or do you have any plans for putting an EP or album together? I actually have a, like I already got so many songs loaded up, but I have a plan, like, album but I, i'm gonna drop singles until i feel like i'm ready to drop a drop an album but i actually have two tapes that i'm ready that i, that I can like honestly drop right now but for me it's just like i understand the value of building that audience and, and those fans so for me i'm just gonna do singles and singles and keep building and then when i feel it's ready it's time for an album or i get like maybe i catch a distribution deal or something then i'm gonna come out with the the a full out like album and, it, and it's, i got dope ideas too so gonna be smooth Absolutely. If we could fast forward to like the peak of your career, what would that look like for you? See, I'm delusional. I'm gonna say five Grammys, and, and I'm they're just me. Like, yeah. I, like I told you, I'm I'm the type where I want to be the greatest at what I do. So for me, I want to be compared to the Tupac's, Biggie's, yes. J. Cole's, and for me, like that's that's to me that's where I'm gonna be. It's not a, a, a without a doubt. I just truly believe that right now I'm in the stages of, of forcing others to believe, but. For me, I see it already, so. I love that. Manifest it. You have to manifest it. I understand. I understand. Speak it. Hey, listen, you got them five Grammys. They hanging on your wall already. You know, like, I'm. They already there. They already there. I'm just waiting. You know, I'm just waiting for the time, really. They already there. And mine's coming in the mail. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) We manifesting that. I'm big on that. Yeah, we have to believe in it. What would you say is the bis- biggest misconception about Slug One? Um, I had just told a, a female I'm chopping up with, like, um, pretty much, I feel like last year, I started to say last year, I feel like I was at war with myself and trying to fit in. So I was at peace with the world. Like, I was trying my best to to, to, to conform to everybody and be this and be that. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm in a place where I'm like, forget the world, you know, it's love one. And I'm, at, I'm at peace with myself. And now I feel like a lot of people are not really understanding who I am. Cause I'm not like, I'm just being me now. Yeah. So I think that's the big, the biggest thing. Like I, I truly feel like um, last year I was really trying to like fit in with people and, and just trying to like, I don't know, just, I was just following the flock really. And now this year I'm more like, I'm just being me. And, and, and I feel like that person is missing. Is, is, is not understood to the effect of who I who who, who I am, and, and I really don't care though. That's the thing; I don't care. Like I, I know I can't please everyone, so I'm not gonna try to. I'm just gonna be me, Man. and I'm gonna let those that love me love me. And it's simple as that. That is huge facts. I, it's funny and ironic you said what you just said because I say it a lot. I tell people I'm like one thing about life is you cannot please everybody, nor should you try to. Man. Period. Man. You'll and drive used, yourself crazy. Try, like, <laughs> yeah, and I used to try to. Like I'm trying to like you know, please everybody. And, and I'm 
draw to myself as things. Yeah. And then it just a lot happened in this past year where it just made me like put my hands up. It's all right. I'm just I'm 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 dealing with slug now. That's facts, and and we have to learn to tell people no without explaining ourselves. That's big. Because people will want from you. They'll ask you for stuff. They'll be like, hey, come do this. We got to say no and not have to explain why we don't want to do it or why we can't do it. Like the answer is just no. You know, and that comes along with just standing on who you are as a man, me as a woman. Like that is important because I'm I'm on the same page as you. I don't care what people think. They can keep it moving. I ain't trying to please nobody but the man <laughs> above and myself. You dig? Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. I feel that. That is fact. 100%. So, what wh- you uh, what what do you got going on in your new city right now? Is there like events going on? Is there you know like some performance opportunities? Like what are you doing around your city to get your face and your name out there? Um, I was doing this, um, I've like some battles or whatever. Yeah. And I'm trying to get in South. Um, I'm going to try to do that SX Southwest. Um, I'm flustering. Uh, but I was trying to get into some more performance stuff. And that, right now, I just moved, so I was kind of been busy, but I've still been writing everything. But I'm going to gear back up until really trying to tour and get out again. So. Definitely, definitely. So you're going to try to attend the South by Southwest and, you know, maybe network a little yeah, bit? Yeah. yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That always try to, brings. Try to get up out there, baby. Definitely, because it brings thousands and thousands of people out there. So that'll be a good time for you to get out there and network. Do you have any music videos out yet? I don't. That's what I'm I'm finna get into next too. Like I said, I I just moved, so for me, I had copy a new job, and I understand the value of like you know, this is the salary I'm making. Use that to fund my music. So I just got the new job, and I'm like, right, I'm, now I'm I'm getting more comfortable. I can you know really move into the light that I wanted to move into. So I got a video for the get out so ASAP and then you know keep going from there definitely so you got a lot of stuff in store for 2024 I'm excited about that 100%. talk talk 100%. to us about slug one what's where did the name come from See, it really came from I used to like football slug are like a bad hitting folks yeah and I just kind of showed you to slug one words but like, I didn't want to slug it so I just put slug one and then it just started from like an Instagram thing and then God started calling me and it just kind of stuck with stuck in Slug One. So I like it. That's how it really was great. It was just it was from football, hitting people, they started calling me Slugger. <laughs> I just I put my own little twist to it and went right back. I like it though, because it's different. It's unique. Like you're not gonna you can Google it and you're gonna pop up. It's not gonna be like a million exactly. other people, right? That's yeah. important. That was, exactly that was the monster I was thinking, like, yeah, I could have went with you know, name or anything. I, I just feel like I need something where it sticks out. Like you're going to remember if I say it. So definitely. I, that was the thing. Absolutely. Outside of music, is there other business ventures that you're interested in pursuing or maybe you are pursuing? I actually was on some acting classes. Okay. Like, um, I, I feel like after, after music, I want to take that little Chris role or, you know, get up some, some movies and things like that where, yeah. you know, that can be lucrative in a way. So I, yeah, I did some acting classes and, um, I do some 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 ball coaching as well. Obviously, I'm gonna stick with 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 you know what what to help me get paid or whatever. So I do coach. I, I coach some ball as well. Love it. You know and stuff like that. So yeah, and that is get into real estate. I feel like that's that's the most important real estate. So yeah. man, real estate is absolutely because that's never gonna go anywhere. People always need to yeah. buy land, homes, uh, commercial yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah like. Uh-huh. I know some people who are making like 
millions in real estate because they be closing them big, big deals. And I'm like, dang, maybe I, that might be my next calling. <laughs> gotta be. That's, that gotta be. Like you said, everybody always need a home. So it's like, you gotta get into that eventually. Absolutely. If you're trying to make major money, real estate is the way. Man, that is facts. Most definitely. You always pass that down, pass that down to the next generation too. So. Right. Absolutely. Are you a father? Yes, I am. I have a son, five-year-old, Legacy, Osiris Johnson, my baby boy. I love him. Oh, that is dope. So he's five, your son. He's that's five. That's your legacy. Uh-huh. Five years ago, how did how did fatherhood change your life? Oh, that's, 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 a, that's a long journey. Uh, it was, for me, it was very beautiful having him. But right now, me and his mom are, like, really bad terms. Yeah. So um, uh, I just, I was, I was going through a bad phase being in and out of ball. So, like, I just was, I, I'm going to be strict honest. I was just in, a, a like, a bad place where, like, yeah. I didn't really, I feel like I was chasing butterflies when I had a butterfly sitting right there in my face. Yeah. And I and I kind of was, like, you know, in a depressed state and just out of, out of, out of, out of socket in a, in a way. And um, I think, I, I wish I could go back five years and, and, and really just enjoy him at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, but, yeah, we, um, like, we're getting on better terms than his mom. And I'm so, yeah, it's. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, you can't beat yourself up over stuff, you know, because we all have stuff in our past that we wish we could go back and change or make different. And we can't. We just got to work on it going forward. You know, like we're human beings, human beings like none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. I don't believe in losses. They're all lessons, you know, and and that's what it is. Yeah. So that's a quote right there. That's that's. That's exactly that's a quote right there. Yeah, most definitely, absolutely. Well, that is dope. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more about this record that we're going to check out tonight. Um, partying BS, you know, the partying bullshit. Let's talk about it a little bit. Um, who produced this record? Um, one of our guys uh, out in Houston. Um, I'm, man, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, uh yeah, Tussin. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bad. I know you're gonna be mad at me, Tussin. Uh, a really good producer. Um, and he um uh, like. Heard it, he's like, yeah, this is this is gonna be one. And then we kind of, you know, did it, and they had some girls come in and do the effects for us, and he kind of like turned it up to a T. And man, it was it went really good. It was a good vibe that night, honestly. Love we all it. had a great time in that doing. Are you gonna shoot a but visual for this one? Yeah, that's that's what I said. I'm working on now. I'm uh, getting that, trying to get that a production now where I get the visual out soon. And, um, and like I said, those that don't know, party and BS was more like a. It was a spinoff from Biggie Smalls party in BS. Yeah. When a, a day was no women, women, women got 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 the, got the game in the hand right now. So it was like, let me um, let me let me throw some more heat they way real real quick, you know. Absolutely, most definitely. Uh, one more thing I want to ask you before we get into the record. I know you're working with Wealth Nation. Um, shout out to everybody. You know the whole team. Rob Terrell. Yeah. Have, Rob, Rob, yeah. Liz. Um, have you had a chance to chop it up with Faro yet? Faro Jaro, the producer. No, I haven't. But he told me, um, Rob told me he's gonna get me in line with all of them, and you know we're gonna start, um, you know, crafting. So I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to that. And Rob, man, we just on the phone the other day, talking for like an hour or two. I mean, he was giving me straight game of, you know, he's been in the game for so long, yeah. His experience, his knowledge, and he's been kind of just giving me free game of like you can do this and do this and this and. You know, point me in, in, in great direction. So, you know, I appreciate him a lot. Man, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, I've been working with them for a little while now. They send a lot of interviews my way, so I'm grateful. But I, I can't wait for you to, to meet Faro Jaro. He's such a dope producer. Like, that dude is like a beast um, 
as a producer. And he's out here in Atlanta. So when you come out here, you can link up with me in the studio. Maybe you can chop it up with him and cook up on the spot. You know, it'll it'll be worth your while to come out here. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. That'll be dope, man. So the record, um, is it officially out? On, it's on the digital platforms, right? Yeah, it's every, I mean, I got it on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, all that, um, um, that it, it allowed me to put it on really. I put it on, I went through United Masters, so yeah. Um, and that's what I just dropped in that. So. Yeah, United Masters is good. I really like them because they present a lot of opportunities for independent artists to get their music exactly. like in video games, movies, commercials. Um, have Have you looked into like sync licensing at all, getting your music into film? Yeah, I actually have. I um, submitted it, but it's explicit, so I got to get a clean version. Yeah. I actually had a guy that said he would love to get that on something, but it's just, it's just clean version. So, And like all my next music, like 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 my producer, Tussin, told, like he always said, like you got actual like cinematic songs. So like your songs will do great on like commercials and things like that. So yeah. like, that's what I'm going to move towards. I'm going to try to have clean versions ready to where I can, um, you know, send them out to those places. But I, United Master does have a great, like, like way of sending them out to those people. So like for me, it was like, I definitely have to get up to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one tip or piece of advice that I can offer you to be able to potentially get looked at even more is when you record your music, record an actual clean version. Don't just bleep out the words. Um, uh-huh. because some of these commercials and stuff or whatever, they don't want to pick it up. If it's got a bunch of bleeps in it, you get what I'm saying? So just re-record an actual clean version. Replace the profanity with a with a you know with a clean word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got you. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I be listening. To, yeah, most definitely, I be listening to some of these music artists, and they'll just bleep out the words. And if it's one or two, that's okay. But that like, whole song will be like, roo, roo. I'm just like, no, that don't sound good. <laughs> so yeah my biggest suggestion is you know you're an artist you're a creator this is what you do just rewrite an actual clean version and record that as well that would Uh be really dope Uh and and my the the new music i've been doing anyway i I try i've been keeping it down to a t where like you know you can just vibe with the music and not even have to hear it as much so it'll be real easy for me to do that so yeah yeah most definitely well that is really really dope i'm looking forward to when you come out here to the a you can, like i said you can link up with me and faro jaro and there's always events going on um i would maybe say a good time to plan to come out here is usually around like october or november they have the a3c festival which is kind of similar to south uh-huh. by southwest um, it's huge uh-huh. that brings thousands of people to the city. There's always networking opportunities. There's like events where you can go sit down and they got a panel where you can learn about the music business. And of course they got performance opportunities. So that might be a good time for you to plan to come out here. That way, you know, you can really like move around the city and meet some people and maybe get some interviews and stuff. Yeah, that's all good. Can you say that again real quick? It's called, yeah, it's called A3C, like the letter A. And then the number three, and then the letter C. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what their website is. Let me see if I can find it. A3C. Um, so it's a3cconference.com. A3cconference.com. Yeah, I don't think they have their 2024 dates up yet, but for 2023, they were here at the uh, end of September through the beginning of October. So right around that time frame, um, definitely uh, would 
suggest to come out here because that's one of the times that it just brings a ton of people to the city. So, yeah, check that out. That's a Got it down. Yeah, absolutely. And if I if I you know know of any other things that might be you know worth your while coming out here, I'll for sure let you know. Shoot it, my, shoot it, shoot it right my way. Absolutely. Well, we're definitely going to stay connected. You got my contact information, so you know I'm on uh, FM radio out here in Atlanta five nights a week as well. So when you get that clean version, make sure I'm one of the first people to get it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we'll do. We'll do. I got you. <laughs> well, listen. Tell everybody that's tuned in that may hear this now or later because I am recording the audio as well. Let them know where they can follow you at on your social media. Follow me at slug one s l u g dot o n e on all social media sites, and just like that, show love. I'll be that showing love back. Yeah, I love it. I love the fact that you got it the same across all social media. It makes it easier for people to find you. <laughs> so easy. So easy. That's what I said. It's different, and it's gonna stay different. Nah, facts. That is facts. Absolutely. I know you got a lot of people that support you or are loving on you. Who do you want to shout out to? I want first and foremost my son, my girl. I'm shouting at everybody. If you if you rock with my music, I love you. I appreciate you, and, and just like that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to yourself too. You out here making moves, man. Always, always. That's that. That's always though. <laughs> <laughs> definitely well listen it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show tonight to get to know you more i'm excited about everything that you got going on but we about to get into this record the highly anticipated that we've been talking about so go ahead and give us that official introduction to the song what's up y'all this is slug one party and bullshit i hope you have a good time listening to this let's go come and see what all the hype is about Tune in to The Hype 87.3. Link back as I roll a Smith. The way she speaks to the dick, she's confident. And I'm a confident little secret, my friend. Just trying to see her back bend. She likes to party and bullshit on good weed. She's indulging in no any or whatever body can take. Then this bitch acting like she owns the place. Baby girl, bust it open. For a nigga like me, this hottest degree to the highest degree. That got a degree. The slug do it, they hit command and see. He college nigga that grew up in them streets. Done with ball and music is my next one. Slick is all, her rose electric. And when I'm around, she better ride it like a Tesla. Nissan, Alexis, baby girl, ride this dick. Don't be respectful. She parties and bullshits a lot. And when I'm in this bitch, she be screaming, not the good dick. Yeah, she a fiend now. Whole time I'm trying to see just what her friends about. Good jokes, and you can laugh a little more. Alcohol or drama is a bad water. At her occupation, only time she seems sober. Her favorite rapper, Drake, oh yeah, it's over. Cause if it ain't slug, who you rootin' for? Who grades this world? Gotta got that kiss my floor. And maybe that's my confidence speaking, leaking. She like it that way. She play with my kids, no teeth. DJ K Pasa, and I'ma beat it like I'm Rocky, feeling cocky. She his dream, I add her to my roster. Now she screaming like opera. A mariachi type to go viral. Take her to my room, you know what time it is. The head off the coupe, I push mindless whips. And she gives her mind a bend like math. Her legs divide this shit. I'm trying to fuck with you, but you partying on some bullshit. Girl, I'm off this weekend. I'm
I'm about to hit the club, I'm about to live it up. I'm on straight bullshit tonight. Let me know what time you gonna be ready, cause I'm about to pop off.